Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to give a stronger hand this morning or this afternoon. Hallelujah. Father, we give you praise. We give you thanks. In the name of Jesus. Father, we are grateful. Thank you that you've brought us together here as a family. Thank you for all the days that have gone and the ups and the downs. And that we've gathered today, Lord, just to say thank you to you. In all things, give thanks. That's what you taught us to do. And so as we've come today saying thank you, we ask, Lord, that you'll touch our hearts with this word. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Hallelujah. I have to say that the choirs have already preached a message this morning. Amen. Oh, it's a good place to put your hands together for them. Yeah. I can see that they put a lot of thought into every song that was selected, and I think that it's been really a blessing. Oh, are you alive or you have gone to bed? Are you alive? Today you are so quiet because you have seen that you have visitors, so if your true colors come out, we'll know that we are not serious at all. (laughs) Anyway, if you're a visitor, you're a member of the family, we want to welcome you so much to the Fountain of Life Cathedral. Amen. And... This is our second service. We have a, a first service, usually a little noisier than this one. But <laughs> hallelujah. That this is also a major service in this church. Pastor Jones, it's very nice to see you here. In fact, <laughs> I know if some people get, they'll switch so that you come in here and then I'll go and start. <laughs> hallelujah. But I want to just share a very short message. It's our Thanksgiving Sunday, and we are thanking God for the life of our sister. Amen. Mother, friend, wife, auntie, caregiver, so many things. And it's time to give thanks. Amen. And you may be wondering, you know, sometimes you may say that, oh, on the Sunday they go and give, they go and do Thanksgiving service, and that is it, you know. And you may be wondering, what is there to thank about? I mean, how? How are we talking about Thanksgiving at this time? But I just want to say that let's hear the word of God. Hallelujah. Let's hear the word of God. The Lord knew something. That's why he said that we should give thanks always. He didn't say you should feel like giving thanks. That's not what he said. Tell anybody, it's not up to your feelings. It's not up to feelings. I told us for feelings, they go and they come. You know, they go and they come. You should see a gentleman who has just found a wife. No, Charlie, I'm in love. I'm in this. The same people. Uh, give them a few uh, months. 
and then one of them be wondering, how did I ever land with this one? <laughs> Thank God we are not ruled by feelings. I wonder what will happen if it was your feelings that determined whether you brush your teeth or not. It means some people will wake up and come, they will not brush their teeth, they will not bath because... <laughs> so we don't follow feelings. Are you there? They are needed and they are necessary, but they are not what lead us. They are like the spice in the thing, the spice in the food. But we don't eat spices. They are just added to give a little... Uh-huh. The day you have a meal that they made a mistake, mm. and the spices are leading the food, there's a problem. <laughs> Hallelujah. Today, I just want to share quite a short message you know, with you. Just last week, we were launching a book which said what? How can I say thanks? The truth is that we have so much to be thankful for. And God knew when he said we should be thankful, it was an instruction. And the reason was because of many things about thankfulness. And that is what we're going to get into for the next 15 or so minutes. You see, the choirs are part of the preaching. So the other preaching I'm doing today is just 15 minutes. Tell anybody in time to say, normally we'll be here till 1 o'clock. We are still on it but today is a different day the power of being thankful the power of being thankful let me just read a couple of scriptures in first thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18 oh, is that your scripture yeah that was the scripture you gave us and it says in everything give thanks for this is the will of god in christ jesus concerning you now anytime you see the bible saying something it is because there is an inclination to do the opposite are you here that's why it's giving it to us as an instruction god knew that if you look at your circumstances and you look at surroundings you will not give thanks you will rather give complaints <clears throat> ask your neighbor have you one of those anointed to be complaining but you will find out that complaints bring something and thankfulness brings something else. Yeah. So he said, in everything, just give thanks. Let's continue. After all, it's more than one scripture that witnesses to another scripture for us to accept it. So Colossians chapter 3 and verse 15, it says, and let the peace of God rule in your heart to which also you were called in one body and be ye thankful the peace of god let it rule in your heart and be thankful hallelujah hmm. i'm just going to give you a few points and i would like you to remember them because it's good for us to remember now the first thing that i want to share with you this morning is that saying thank you is a constant part of prayer Prayer is one of the major weapons God left us with when the Lord Jesus was going. He left us with prayer. The disciples even asked him, how should we pray? And one of the things is that, look, it's part of prayer. Being thankful is part of prayer. And when you are going to pray, you see, sometimes you don't get an answer because you spend a lot of time complaining. Mm. A lot of time complaining. And then it takes you off in another way. But look at the scripture in Philippians 4. Verse 6 says, be careful for nothing. 
Another translation says, don't be anxious about anything. You see. Then it says that by prayer and supplication. <laughs> Verse 6. By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your request. No. Are you there? Be careful for nothing or be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. So the thanksgiving is a part. Let your request be made known to God. This was the first scripture I ever learned when I gave my life to Christ. And the verse 7 says something easy, interesting. Because I thought that it would say, okay, after you have prayed, what you ask for, you will get it. It didn't say that. He said, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. You know, we are starting here today. As a church, we have been quite bewildered. Are you there? There are many things we've not understood. Uh, when our sister was in the hospital, in fact, at a point, I, I asked her, I said, Lord, I don't know which prayer we have not prayed. I don't know what we have not invoked. I don't know what we haven't done. Are you with me? We have prayed that we are finished. Are you in the church? We have called for help in prayer from as many people as we can call for. All the way to the UK, to the church. We have prayed. We have done every Lord. I don't know what again to do. And just when we got to that point, in fact, Pastor David at a point, he was sleeping at work. Prayer. All night. Whatever. Prayer. Prayer. God did what he wanted to do. Are you in the house? But he said to us, be thankful as we have come together today. We are thanking God for her life. We are thanking God. He has taken us through this difficult time. We don't say that it's not difficult. That's not what he's saying. But he said, be thankful. And as you are thankful, a peace that does not make sense. A peace that cannot be explained. A peace that you cannot pay for. A peace that you cannot buy. That peace will just come. It passes all understanding. And so, to our family, to our brother, to our friends, we want to say to you that today, may the peace of God just enter. It passes all understanding. We have a lot of questions. We have a lot of things we don't know what to do. But let the peace of God, today, we come together, we stand in thankfulness. And as we thank God, a certain peace is coming upon us. Hallelujah. Put your hands together. Amen. Sometimes it is only when you lose your peace that you understand the value of peace. This morning, a lady, a pastor friend of mine, sent me a text. And she said, remember she put the name of her son. And their son is stuck in Ukraine. And I said, wow, you are here. You are helpless. You have sent your son to school. Go to school in Ukraine. Now, as you are there, you know, bombs are falling. In places and you are helpless as a parent what are you going to do you pick a plane and go there which plane will go <laughs> the church is quiet i need us to understand that we come to a point in life where we are helpless that's why the 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 fountain of life choirs they sang the song look is this one my help cometh from the hills we cannot answer a lot of things we come to a point where we are only human Tell your neighbor, I'm only a human being. I can only do so much. I can only go so far. 
At a certain point, I come to the end of myself. But when you get to that end, God is saying, give me thanks and I will give you the peace that passes all understanding. Hallelujah. So even though their son is there, they are functioning. Some of us, by this time, you finish functioning, you have laid down your life, you are crying. You, are, you see, there's some crying. It won't even change anything. But the peace, God says, I'm in control. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. And so this morning, I want to say to you, let, let thankfulness be your attitude in life, not your feeling. That whatever is going to happen, your first thought is thankfulness to God. Even when what is going to happen looks as if it is not a good thing, be thankful. I am reminded last, was it last year, last two years, when the Ethiopian Airlines flight came down in Ethiopia, it, had, it just took off and it came down. There was a gentleman who was to make that flight. He came out of his hotel room and he slipped and he fell heavily and he broke a bone. He said, as they were taking him to the hospital, he was angry. I want to go home. I want to go in this direction to the airport. They're taking me in this direction. So he went to the hospital. Of course, he missed his flight. They finished. They put his bones together, everything. Then he came back to his hotel room. When he came back, out of nothing to do, he put on the TV. There was the flight. His flight. It had crashed. He said he was now even shy. How to go and thank God? Because as he was going, he wasn't thanking God for the situation. He was complaining. I'm speaking to a complainer this morning. Somebody who woke up and said, Lord, you don't love me anymore. What is this thing that you are doing? I don't know what I'm doing. Tell neighbor, careful. Before you become shy, before God, careful. Hallelujah. Are you understanding something about thankfulness? Not knowing that when he asked us to be thankful, it was one of the greatest weapons he had ever given to us. There is nothing that the enemy hates more than your peace of mind and your being at peace in this life with God. Hallelujah. Now the next reason I want to share with you why we must be thankful is because it was uh, the weapon that Jesus used to accomplish one of his wildest miracles on this earth. Yeah. Hey. I didn't know that thank you brings miracles. But have you not thanked an individual before and the person has now blessed you more? Yeah. So it does bring miracles. Thankful children always get more from the parents. All children say amen. I thought you were not going to say amen. I was going to ask you if you are nobody's child and you have just... <laughs> Hallelujah. It brings miracles. Everything I'm saying is in the scripture. Please don't quarrel with me. Let's go to John chapter 6. <laughs> Let's go to John chapter 6. In John chapter 6, Jesus found himself in a dilemma. His dilemma was that he had gathered some people and he had been preaching to them. And unlike me, who is planning to preach to you for just 15 minutes, he had preached and preached and preached, and morning came, and preached and preached, and afternoon came, and preached and preached, and evening came, and he continued preaching. So before he knew it, the people have been with him for three days. They have not eaten. Hey. In my house, even the few children who are deaf is one day they have not eaten. I said, Beba, with you Hey. Suddenly, there he was. The crowd had grown too. The Bible says 5,000 men, not counting the women. And in these kind of situations, the women are always more. So if the men alone were 5,000, 
let's even accept one to one. That's 10,000 people. Then you know that's for the children. Be brave. You don't worry. Let's add another 5,000 children. He has some 15,000 people to feed. If ever there was a need for a miracle, this was one of them. I thought that Jesus would have put his things down, bowed his head to the ground, and prayed in the way that Elijah had prayed. But what did he do? In John chapter 6, verse 10, Jesus said, make the men sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat, the number about 5,000 men. And Jesus took the loaves. They had found somebody with two loaves of bread and five fish. That's all the food that there was there. I'm sure even in this church, if we start searching bags, we'll find more than this. But... <laughs> With his 5,000 people, he had only two loaves of bread and five fish, and he lifted it, and he gave thanks. Before he knew it, there was what? He said he gave it to the disciples, and they began to serve the people. They began to serve the people. They began to serve the people, and the Bible said, as much as they would. They ate, and there are some people in this church, I've not mentioned their names. If we make a mistake, to allow them to eat all they want. I don't know why your hand is on your head. I didn't call your name. <laughs> but these people ate. They ate and they ate till they could not eat anymore. And when they went to look at the leftover, leftover cried 12 baskets. I'm saying to you that thankfulness brought a miracle. Today, may our thanksgiving to God as we thank him in the middle of it all. Let it release a powerful miracle in your life. Let it release a powerful miracle in your family. Let it answer something that you could not have answered. And why do we call it a great miracle? Because Jesus did a lot of miracles, but this was the only one he did that the people wanted to make him king. This was the miracle. He had been opening eyes. He had been raising people from the dead. He had been doing a lot of things. They never said, come and let us make you king. <laughs> oh, you cannot see the scripture. When Jesus therefore perceived, it's the same scripture just after. We were reading 10 and 11 just now. After the miracle, when they saw the bread, they said, hey, please, let's make this man king powerful miracle. I see a powerful miracle entering your life when you begin to thank God over the things that are in front of you. Hallelujah. I'm almost done, but I need to share with you that unthankfulness is also a, can be a problem. If you go through this life being unthankful, what exactly happens? The first thing is that unthankfulness has been listed you know, in the list of bad things. That will happen in the last days. Again, scripture. Second hmm. Timothy 3. I'm reading verse 1 and verse 2 only. This also know that in the last days perilous times shall come. It feels as if they are coming, isn't it? Perilous times. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. So selfishness. Covetousness. That means what somebody has, that's what you want. Hmm boasters, it needs no interpretation proud <laughs> blasphemous disobedient to parents mm. what's the next one unthankful so when they were listing the bad things that characterize as moving towards the end unthankfulness is one you don't want to be found there I say you don't want to what be found there, at times I worry for our nation because we are very unthankful. 
mercy. We're very unthankful. Hey! Right now, no, you want to enter politics. It's not politics. I say we are not thankful. Hey! Was there light in your house when you were leaving? Was there light? Some say no. How many had power last night? You had light in your house? Yeah, but there's a nation. They don't have light. It's like one man, one generator. I've not mentioned your country. <laughs> it's true. If you drove to church, did you buy fuel from a fuel pump? He bought fuel from a fuel There's a country. It has its own fuel, but they buy it. One man, one gallon. Gallon, gallon. You are looking at me. That's why I said we are not thankful. We have so much to be thankful for. One time I was sitting on a flight, heading somewhere further West Africa. I will not mention the country. I don't want trouble. Hey, then I could feel that the plane was coming down. And when it's coming down, as you reach a city, I like to look out because you see the whole city. But as we're coming down, it was darkness. I said, hey, but Lord, if I have sinned and you are coming to kill me, is it over this ocean? At least do it in that. Don't find my body. At least do it in, in, in Ghana. What I didn't know was that we were landing over a nation. Now, runway lights that you normally see, you see it from, I mean, miles ahead. Net is a candle. Back home, back home. When I thought that we're landing on the sea, it was not the sea. It was a land that has no lights. I said, hey, Ghana, all our rough, our something, something we are doing. At least light war. <laughs> hey, Pastor, you don't know your, my house. You see, I don't know your house. I'm just showing you a few things. Let us be a little thankful. You know, in the U.S. of A, that's not how it is. This ain't no U.S. of A. This is the United States of Ghana. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying we don't have problems. I'm saying let us be thankful. Thankful for what we do have. Tell your neighbor, I'm thankful to be sitting by you. Yeah, I'm thankful to be sitting by you. Hallelujah. Are you with me? The last thing I want to share with you is that, you see, when you meet ungrateful people, they leave you with a feeling. They leave you with a feeling. Yeah. Decide today, as part of our thanksgiving and our thankfulness, don't hold a grudge. Because when you meet an unthankful person, what it makes you say or do is to say, I will never do this thing anymore. I will never help this kind of person anymore. I want to, and in so doing, you rather cut off what was good that is coming to you. Oh, the way you are quiet is interesting. <laughs> I'm reading Luke 6.35. I like to hide behind the scriptures. But love ye your enemies and do good and lend, hoping for nothing again. And your reward shall be great and you shall be children of the highest for he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. Do not repay evil for evil. If you do, you will be worse than the evil that you were trying to pay for. Hey. Are you there? Somebody came to cry to you and you went that time. He's going to pay school fees. You gave him the money. He went and chopped it. They say, I will never help anybody again. But unknown to you, there's another person that when you help, that's your door of blessing in life. I have made up my mind that I will not bear a grudge. I'm not going to help for anybody. Because in fact, also for the moment, they say, I'm free, I won't tell you. 
Hey, it's a very painful thing. Uh, we don't tell you, you see. Hey, the church is quiet again. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes you help, and when you help, that person rather doesn't say thanks. But you know something. Let it go. Thank and help another person. And help another one. Yeah. Still do good because it is also an instruction. Don't follow an ungrateful person. Don't follow a person who has not thanked you. Rather, just do what you are going to do. You will discover in it that the blessings of God come when you are thankful. May the Lord help us in the midst of everything to be thankful. Even the days when we stand crying, may we give him thanks. I'm not saying give thanks because there are no problems. God knows that each one of us has our share. But as we thank him, he reaches down and resolves things. Peace be unto you and to your household and to your family and in the place that you work, in the place that you school. And may God help us all. Stand to your feet this afternoon. Hallelujah. This afternoon you want to just bow down your head and you want to just pray. I want you to be thankful to God. Just thank him for something this morning. Thank him that in spite of all the pressures you are in, you woke up this morning. You got out of bed this morning. Thank him that even if you are in debt, he has not allowed it to wash you away. Thank him. Thank him that even in the time of our loss, he has given us togetherness and family and comfort and help from somewhere. Thank him. Thank him for the years that we had our sister with us. Sweet years that he loaned her to us. Thank him. Spend some time in thanks. And as you do, I love your voice. You have led me through the fire. It's a fire, but he has led us. In the darkest night, he has been there. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a friend. And I have lived in the goodness of God. All my life you've been faithful and all my life you have been faithful all my life you have been so so good with every breath that I am faithful I will sing all the goodness 
gentlemen, I just want you to place your hand over your heart. And as I pray this prayer, I want you to just pray it and follow me after me. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I confess that I have not been thankful. That many times I have complained. But today, I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to help me to remember to give you thanks. And this afternoon, I give you my life. I give you my heart. Come in and dwell with me. And may I be blessed. In Jesus' mighty name. And all the saints shall say, Amen and Amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-E-D-A-C. God richly bless you.